Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soul Tribe podcast. This is Lorena, and today's a solo episode with me. So uh, I had to restart the recording I was doing because I have... Sandy and then my friend's dog here and we're having like a little bit of a affectionate moment. I don't know. They're all just kind of surrounding me right now, which is really nice because I want to be talking about some really, um, I guess, vulnerable things, I suppose, uh, considering the fact that this has come up a few days ago. But basically the episode, I thought it would be really nice to share almost in real time what I'm what has come up in my healing journey and a little bit about kind of what I'm doing and how I'm dealing with things and how this really works. Because I think a lot of times, you know, we look at this healing path like I thought everything was done. It's like, no, we can constantly be surprised. We can constantly see different aspects come up. And the best thing that we can do is really just flow with it and be able to get really curious and open our hearts to whatever it is that we need to heal. So first of all, I kind of want to explain because a lot of you know that I'm an Akashic Record reader. I do psychic and mediumship readings. I'm a flower essence therapist. So I, I help a lot of people with flower essences, humans, animals. Um, I'm working with quite a few pets at the moment. And really the idea here is, is to explain first what family constellations are. I'm just going to kind of word it in a sentence or two. Um, but family constellations is, is a tool, or you can look at it as a, like a, a system or a modality. Um, it's kind of therapeutic, kind of, no, it's very therapeutic. And it helps people heal by resolving and bringing order and creating space in the family system. So the idea here is to kind of explain how this came up when I'm looking at and when I'm going to really dive deep into the next month or so and explain how it came up. I apologize if there's any weird noises. I have two dogs literally right next to me. One is back on my back and yeah, they can be a little bit noisy sometimes, but it feels really good. It feels kind of like this homey feeling and I'm I really want to open up today and kind of share something that I never in my wildest dreams or in my years of doing my own healing, did I imagine this would be something that comes up. And it goes to show how when we're ready to see something, it will come up, we'll feel it and we'll work through it. Obviously, we'll work through it if we're open to it. So as I was saying, what family constellations are, I'm currently studying family constellations. I should be done... January, February, this coming January, February, and I will be offering this as a service to people within, okay, there's my dog, <laughs> within um, like one-on-one -on -one Zoom as I do with Akashic Record readings and also um, in group workshops. I'm doing something similar to Family Constellations at this moment with workshops once a month at the moment. 
and I have a lot of things going on in the, I just want to say this because I'm not sure if I will be doing one in October or November for that matter. Uh, I may, I may, I may not. So just stay, stay tuned for that. November, um, not November, sorry. Stay tuned. Sign up for my newsletter. I will I will announce it there. You guys will know there and on my social media. But at the moment, I've done two. I did one in August, and I just did one today, actually, which was beautiful, amazing, super healing. A beautiful group of women that came together and really supported each other. And what I love about the workshops, be it family constellations or what I'm doing, um, which is very similar, it really is this sense of... Um, this togetherness, this support, which is exactly what I wanted when we even started the community with Lucia of all of us being able to come together and support each other. I think that's really important when we heal. We need to feel that support of others around us. So as I was saying, I'm studying family constellations. It's something that I've been doing for over a year and a half, a year. I think it's about a year and a half. Started last year. And the the studying itself is great. I love it. I love the modality, how they're doing it, how they're teaching. It's it's online. There's also um, biweekly hours of class that are like eight hours a month or more. And it's a it's very intense emotionally speaking. The days I have class, I try not to even do readings for that matter because it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it's we all go really deep with the work, not only within the group with the classmates themselves, but we do a constellation every class. So. So, yeah, it's, it's been beautiful and such a healing process for me, and I never imagined it would be this this amazing and just connecting with people from all over the world as well has been amazing. So what I want to kind of talk about today is an aspect that has come up for me personally that, like I said, did not think this was going to be a thing ever. Never imagined this, but it has become a thing. So the other day, Lucia and I, this is where it kind of popped up to my reality. The other day, Lou and I were at a birthday party, my friend's birthday party, and there was somebody there that I hadn't seen in like ages. And I was introducing my sister to them, and I said something, which is something I tend to say a lot, but never thought anything of it. Because a lot of people, like Lou does a lot of things first, Lou is like kind of like the pioneer for a lot of things. She's the one that would stand up for me a lot of times because it was hard for me. I had a lot of repressed emotions and I wouldn't speak up for myself. And I say to this person, which is something like I said, I say many times um, throughout the years is who do you think's older? I would ask that question to the person that might not know both of us very well or might not know our ages. And my sister jumps out and says, you always ask that question. And I said, you're right, I do. It's not that I didn't know that, but it hit me different. And I sat with that. And well, the, we answered the question and we kept, you know, we had a fun time that night. And I took that with me later and I said, this is interesting. Let me let me sit with this for a moment. I probably sat with it for a couple of days and I said, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, I don't feel like I'm the older one. And it's not because Lou's, Lou feels like she's the older one or le- that I feel that Lou is the older one. It's not that because I know she's my younger sister. I feel that and I've went through a lot in that, in that sense of when Lou came in being really sick and 
but I never, I've never felt in my entire life that I've been the older sister. And, and it's like something's missing. And I sat with that for days. That was probably over two weeks. Just didn't really talk to anybody about it. I mentioned it maybe to Lou. I don't even remember. I don't even think I mentioned it to I just sat, I journaled it. I, I felt it in my body and it became more and more evident that it wasn't about Lou being the pioneer and doing all these things and me feeling like she was my older sister because I don't feel that. I look up to her in a lot of ways for certain things, but I was like, I don't feel like I'm the older sister because I feel like something's missing. Like somebody's missing. Like there's a, a part of me that also started looking at the aspect of healing in the sense of how I came in and how there's a sense of me feeling like, I don't know, like I never wanted to be a burden and how I feel like, um, you know, there's people pleasing things and me trying to make others happy and feeling like I have to win my place with people. I've done that in relationships. I've done that in friendships. I've done that in, in my family. And I really like, with no judgment, right? Just looking at it, I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. I have no idea where this is coming from. Like never, I just, I was like, maybe I'll constellate that. I don't know what the heck that means, but whatever. And that was about two weeks ago. And then Thursday, a little over two weeks ago, Thursday, we had class. So I go on my Zoom class. Great. Everybody's connecting. And the teacher says, we're going to start talking about uh, twins, like lost twins, like the twin energy. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, I literally got emotional. She didn't say anything else. I, I cried half the class. I cried for over two hours, probably just tears streaming down my face as she talked and all these things start resonating with me. I'm like, this can't be. So basically in the class, um, she talked, she talked a lot of things. I'm not going to go into every detail and I'll probably share, I'll probably do a whole episode on this energy, but today what I want to share more about is this process that I'm going through and how I'm healing it. Cause I think a lot of times we can feel overwhelmed, right? So she starts talking about this twin, like the lost twin and how my teacher says that she's, She's also, she, she, she lost, she lost herself a twin because she had, I think she has a daughter, but also she was, she was a twin and her twin died. So this, this doesn't mean that the, the child has to be born. It could have been in the womb or it didn't develop, but the energy was there to be formed. Right. So I, in, in the middle of the class, I messaged my mom and I'm like, mom, tell me anything about twin energy. And then all these things start hitting me. My mom's like, yeah, your dad says that his mom, so my grandma on my, on my, on my father's side, sorry, apparently from the stories and what has been said that he, she lost twins before my dad was born. And I was like, how did she know that? She's like, I don't know. You know, they didn't talk about these things before. I'm like, oh my God. And that really hit me because I have a lot of, a lot of healing that I've done has been on my father's side a lot not everything, but a lot has been on that side. It's just what's come up. And I said, do you, do you, do you know of anybody else in the family? She's like, no. And I said, do you know if I was a twin? And she's like, I don't think so. They didn't do sonograms when I was in my mom's womb. Like when she was pregnant, there were no, there were no sonograms. They didn't do that. It, it was, it was Uruguay. It was a long time ago. I was born in 81 um, so she does not know of that energy. 
So I said, okay, I'm still feeling this. I'm going to validate what I'm feeling because there's something here. And as the teacher's talking about symptoms or things that could be potentially indicators of being a twin, but you having lost your brother or sister um, in the womb or outside of the womb, it could have been after they were born. But for most people, it might be this sense of feeling a bunch of things. And I'll go into some of these things in a little bit because of you losing a brother or sister. And oh my gosh, guys, like I can't even, I can't explain the emotions. Like I called my sister when we had the break. I couldn't speak. I was so emotional. I was so emotional. My sister's like, what's wrong? I'm like trying to explain to her in like 10 minutes. I only had 10 minute break (laughs) trying to explain to her everything. And I'm just like, then I start talking to Lou and I'm like, okay, wait, mom dressed us up as twins. My mom always, she, my, I was way taller than my sister. She dressed us up as twins, which I always found weird. Um, and that was just something physical that I always, that always kind of hit me. And I'm just like, why, why? And it didn't resonate with me because obviously my sister wasn't my twin. We did look alike, but we also looked very different people always said to Lou and I that we had like the same voice and they'd confuse us over the phone, which is all these things that made me feel like, no, she's not my twin, but it, it, it would always, I always felt it in a really deep way of like that longing to be a twin. And I remember watching certain shows growing up. I'm like, I want that. It's like this really weird, weird nostalgia. But when she was talking in class, the only thing I can describe is like, this immense, immense sadness that came over me that was so overwhelming. It was like grief that I did not expect. And it's so interesting, this process, because I had already been sitting with this for two weeks and then it's nothing's a coincidence, right? I know that she starts talking about this. and I'm like, whoa, this could be a thing. But my mind's telling me, what are you talking about? No way. I'm just like, no, just stay open, open mind, open heart as she's speaking. So she starts talking about different parts of of ourselves that can help give us sometimes indicators. Um, There's a whole book I'm reading now. It's called Gemelo Solitario, which I think you could probably translate into The Lonely Twin. The author is Peter Borquin, and I'll put the link. It's in Spanish. I don't I do not know if it's in English. I'll look it up and I'll put it on the show notes. But I'm reading through that. I started reading it a little bit today. And um, through all of this, even before this comes up, this doesn't finish all the stuff in class. It's insane, everything that happens in class. And it just gives me more of a reason to do my own healing around this. So within all this, when I'm before I'm going to break to call my sister, I feel really compelled. It's been like a couple months now. One of the girls in class who's kind of like an assistant, she's also a family consolator, and I've been really drawn to her energy. So I message her and I'm like, hey, I want to do a constellation with you. Um, and I wasn't, when I had felt this, I wasn't thinking about working through this. And I ended up messaging her outside of class and, and kind of told her what I was feeling. And then she's like, I knew this was going to happen. I was like, me too. It's so weird. So we come back from break. I have this emotional breakdown um, and we go into little like breakout rooms and zoom to do an exercise. And then we all come back to the main zoom meeting and we're going to do a consolation. So what the teacher does is she basically says, who wants to work people 
raise their hand and then they randomly select somebody. So this girl gets selected and I'm already literally sitting on my seat in my house and I'm just like, I'm going to get picked. And this is the topic, the lost twin or having lost twin grief, a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to get selected. And I kept saying, don't pick me, don't pick me. And when it comes time to pick the lost twin, Lorena, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yes, I'll, I'll do it. Um, and I kept saying, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. I knew I was going to get picked. And apparently after when I talked to this girl that's in class who's an assistant, she's like, I don't tell me why, but I knew you were going to get picked. I was like, I knew I was going to get picked too. It's so weird. And she didn't know I was feeling this. I hadn't said anything to her, but she knew this. Guys, when I tell you, it was insane. Because when you get you get picked as a representative in a constellation, you feel everything. You feel everything. You feel... You, I was that lost twin that was not acknowledged. Didn't They did not want to see him or her. I felt so alone. I felt so invisible and scared and alone. It was, it, it was insane. It was so eye-opening to be on the other side of it. It was a great, it was a great consolation. I'm not going to go too much into detail because it's not my information, right? So some of the things that came up, I just kind of want to tell you the timeline of the class. So I was, that was four hours, right? I finished class, I get in touch with the constellator. So we're gonna, we don't have a date yet. It'll probably be sometime in October, where I'm going to actually constellate this to see if this is actually a thing, right? Because through questions and through the actual constellation itself, you can see if this is actually something you need to heal. I'm pretty certain that it will be because of many things that have started to, to kind of click for me. So she told me to read that book, which is part of the, the reading material that we have for the course. So this is really resonating. And I guess I'm just like, all right, let's, let's dive deep. <laughs> and, um, in class, when we start talking about the lost, having lost a twin or having lost a sibling that was a twin. Um, one of the things that they talked about is being a lefty or righty. So if being left-handed or right-handed, so many times when you're left-handed, um, and this is like a, an emotion or something that you're going through, a lot of times is that you've lost a twin that's, um, male and if you're right-handed, a lot of times this isn't like this isn't like set in stone, right? This isn't proven, but it tends to be the theme. And if it's you're right-handed, many times it's that you've lost a twin that's a woman or a girl. Um, that's not always the case, though. Uh, but that can be really good, indicator, especially if you're left-handed. Uh, it can say it can really mean that, I guess. Um, so. It was really, really interesting. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm right-handed, hmm. you know. And I started to think of all of the things in my life where, you know, if I'm doing boxing or if I'm doing snowboarding or if I'm playing tennis or pickleball, um, I'm definitely right-handed. There's nothing that indicates I'm moving to my left. So I tend to, I tend to feel, when, you know, even when I sit with this right now, which still makes me emotional, I definitely feel like it's a girl, um, like it was a sister that I lost. Um, and yeah, and that was one thing that I talked about. Another thing is, you know, somebody that's lost a twin, a sibling that's a twin, many times 
and this could happen when also there's been a miscarriage or an abortion in the family where, where the child that does make it afterwards, it doesn't mean it could be years after it can be at the moment of conception, um, that maybe the, the baby doesn't form and, you know, lots of things here, lots of different scenarios that the child that, that does actually come to life and, and does come into the world many times will feel a sense of, especially when it's this twin energy, will feel a sense of guilt, will feel a sense of responsibility, will be a lot in this people-pleasing energy, and will also feel like they have to win their place in the family because it's, I took somebody else's place sometimes. Or because of me, and this is very unconscious, right? Because of me, this person didn't make it, but I'm here, so I'm going to have to do it for both of us. So then you feel an immense responsibility, an immense kind of weight on you. Um, and I, I think I've felt that since the day I came into life, right? I felt this sense of like, why am I here? And why, like even questioning why you're here or questioning what your role is or not feeling like the role in your family is the, is the one that you've think it is because for me I keep feeling like I'm not the old I do not feel that at all I've never felt that there's something missing and I never really could pinpoint this emotion this nostalgia this grief like another thing she talked about which is in the book is it's like you, you feel like you have to work two or three or four times harder to accomplish things these people tend to be people that work really hard or maybe even workaholics um, you tend to buy things double like a sh the same shirt, it could be two different colors or the same color, two of everything. Um, there's so many things here, but that's those are a couple of things you talked about in the class that I that really clicked and resonated with me because I I look back and that's been a thing for me, the double thing, a lot, a lot. Not so much I guess in the supermarket, but more with my own personal things that I buy for myself clothes. Another thing that I think is interesting is the worthiness aspect, you not feeling worthy of being here. And for me, you guys, anybody that's listened to the podcast long enough, um, and has listened to things I've said on the podcast, it's to me, it's always been this healing journey of loving myself, accepting myself and feeling worthy of so many different things, right? So that to me feels very linked to what, what I felt in class that whenever she was talking, I was like, Oh my gosh, this, it's like things started to click. And it's like, there's a part of me that was mourning something that I never imagined or was ready to see maybe. And this is what I'm saying. Like sometimes we're not ready to see these things at a specific time in our, in our, in our journey or in our life. It's just, it's, it's something we're going to repress or push away or look away from because we're just not ready to see it. We're not, we're not going that deep yet. Right. And I think sometimes other things need to be uncovered for us to go into that aspect of our healing or that aspect of ourself. It's fascinating. Like it's so fascinating, everything that has come up emotionally for me. And I'm going to read this book and I'm going to try to create a couple of that, maybe like a two part episode on, on here on the podcast where I can share a little bit of, you know, 
it's, it's a it's a it's a very big book in the sense of like I'm not going to read it in a day. So this might be something months down the line or after I finish class that I can do this. But I will be sharing my journey. So I'm gonna it'll probably be a couple of episodes or maybe even three or four episodes where I will share what comes up in the constellation. I'll sh- I'll share it in like kind of real time because I think this would be really interesting for anybody else that might be feeling this. Um, that I think. It's so fascinating. Like, I'm still a little bit in shock. I'll say that. And I think this is part of us integrating what we could feel. So when I get selected in the class, I'm just like, this is obviously telling me something without a doubt. I know that. I'm not, I'm not going to push it away. And even though in my mind I'm saying, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me, it's, I know I need to be picked. <laughs> you know, it's like that duality of it. Uh, and I'm glad I got picked because I definitely saw the other side of it when I was representing. So there's a part of me that slowly, it's like this, this is what I tell people when we do this work, be it a reading or family constellation or the workshops, there's a process to all this and I'm not hurrying it. I'm not rushing. I'm not trying to see something right away. I'm sitting with it. I'm flowing with it. I couldn't be, I couldn't have, this would have never come up if I hadn't already been questioning with all the love in my heart and with no judgment and with the openness that I have for myself at this point in my journey, when I made that comment, when we were out with my sister, if I hadn't already opened that little window in class, I can guarantee you that would have never been something that resonated with me. That instant that we're, we're at that party that I that I start questioning that and that process I go through the next two weeks prepares me for the class and everything that comes up in the class. And I'm saying this because I think it's important to understand sometimes why people will come to me to readings like, why didn't this come up last time? I asked a similar question. Well, you weren't ready. You've been through a process. You had to see this, this, and this. And they'll explain, obviously, in a reading. But we can't rush things when they're coming from soul healing. You just can't. The soul moves at a completely different pace than our mind and our body and what we're living here in this 3D world. We can't rush things. It's at the pace of our soul. It's at a pace of healing. And that can be a lot slower than our mind and ego want want it to be, right? So... All of this, the two weeks leading up to this were amazing and so eye-opening already. And then talking to my sister and then I ended up talking to my mom about it again and explained to her what I was feeling. She's like, I don't think so, but she has no way of knowing, right? So this is where a family constellation can come in and really give you the answers that you need because you're living it, you're seeing it, it's being represented, it's physical, you're feeling it in your body and you're getting the answers and it's beautiful. It really is. It's it's it. The breakthroughs that I have seen for myself with this course, which is a lot about consolating and moving energy, and everything prior to studying this, just my own going to consolate things, changed changed my life. And this is why I'm studying this because I know I'm, I'm going to be able to help people with this. So I kind of just wanted to share this. I know this isn't like probably the typical stuff that I talk about, but I want to, like I said earlier, you know, episodes back, I want to start sharing more of my journey and what I'm feeling, because this might inspire you to, to start to open your heart and your eyes up 
to maybe something different in your life that you might not be considering. Not that, that it has to be what I'm going through, but that it could be something that you're also starting to open up about and how this could be just a journey of transformation and opening your heart and, and healing and how our ego sometimes can keep us from healing. Because if, if I had stayed in the ego energy when that came up in that party, I would have completely dismissed it. And I opened my heart up. I said, I'm not going to take Lucia's comment as judgment, but she's right. I do say this a lot, but then I, I went into my, my body and I said, when I say this to somebody and I ask this question, where's this coming from? Like, that was my genuine question to myself. And I said, it's because I don't feel like the older sister. And it, that's where it hit me. Cause I asked myself that question and, and I felt it in my body and I said, I'm, and I said it, I said, I'm not the older sister, but I know Lou isn't either. So there's something missing. And my whole entire life, I felt like something's been missing. I can honestly put my hand on my heart, which I'm doing right now, and say, for years, it suffered depression, anxiety attacks. And I'm not saying those were caused from this, but it always felt like I've always been on this search of like searching for something to fulfill me, right? And my work fulfills me in a really deep, deep sense. It, it, it's my purpose and mission but I still sometimes feel like there's something missing. Like nothing's ever going to replace what that emptiness, right? What feels missing. And this is where healing like this. And like I said, I'm going to just be super honest and upfront with what comes up for me when I do constellate. And that might be in the next month or so. Um, because maybe it isn't this. I totally resonate with it, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's something else that I have not even considered or hasn't come into my body or my mind, but I'm willing to go down that route and ask and open and really heal it. And this is the energy that we go into with healing. It's, I don't go in with this expectation or this, I know what it is. It's, why don't I just go into it with an open energy and say, this is what I'm feeling, but I want to, I want to really uncover. I want to discover. I want, I want to, I want to find answers, but without without expectation, without the ego. It's, I'm open, that's it. And I'm ready, and I feel ready. And I really, I don't know why, guys, but I feel like I'm going to have huge breakthroughs with this. It, I'm like, I get like excited, but at the same time, really emotional. And the beautiful thing about all of this is me working through this can help everybody in my family. And maybe this is something that's been holding us all back and nobody knew, but I was the one to feel it and heal it and bring it to light so we can move energy and shift. And some insane and beautiful and crazy things can happen when we start working on ourselves and our own pain and our, our own, like prioritizing our own healing. It helps everybody in our family and in our environment and in our circle, our collective that's just the way it is. There's no way around that. So as soon as I have an update on this, I will let you know. But I'd be curious. Please DM me on Instagram or send me an email. I'll have my contact form below. Um, if this resonates with any of you, because I'd love to have a chat with anybody that also has maybe seen this in a constellation or have felt this, um, to have a little bit of a chat with you guys, because I feel like <clears throat> it came up for a lot of people. 
it came up for a lot of people in class and it was mind blowing because I had never thought of this. So hopefully, um, hopefully I'll get some answers soon. And in any case, it, energetically speaking, it feels like it's opened me up big time, which feels really good. And I'm really thankful and grateful for that. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if I have any updates. I will be announcing, I've already decided, so maybe I'll just say this here, October, November, and December, I'll be doing giveaways each month. So they'll be announced at the beginning of the month, and I'll do the draw for the giveaway around the middle of the month. So if you're not following me on Instagram, follow me, because I'll be doing it there. And, um, yeah, I'll be doing a sale as well. So that'll be announced on my Instagram and my newsletter. All of it will be on my newsletter. So if you're not on my newsletter, sign up. I'll have the newsletter link here on this episode. So you guys can just get everything in one place. And obviously Instagram's where I also announce. I've been pretty quiet on social media just because I've been focusing a lot on studying and a lot of my own healing. I think that's part. Sometimes you have to kind of take breaks and take a step back so that we can come back with more energy to support those in our life. But also sometimes I have to focus more on the people I'm helping because um, sometimes just doing social media feels like a lot. I'm going to be honest. So I announce what I need to and then at some point I'll get myself back on there and, and post more. But I'm always there. If you, if you want to message me, message me because I always get back to everybody there as, as quick as I can. I'm going to send you all a big hug, sending you all the love and light, and I really hope that this episode inspires you to open up to new ways of healing, um, new kind of love and acceptance towards self, and I'm always here, so email or message me, and we'll be back with a new episode next week of the Soul Tribe Podcast. Love you. Bye. Bye.